Hello, dear ones, and welcome to Subtle Medicine Radio, brought to you by Inner Spark. This is the resource for all things holistic healing, natural living, conscious relating, epic life changing, and spirituality, all steeped in earth based wisdom. We're your hosts, Devin. And I'm Mike. On today's show, episode three, the dis-ease process, we'll discuss my theory of the subtle creates the gross, the real root of dysfunction in our bodies, health, lives, and relationships, a bit about the chakras, and why the only way to a full, nourishing life is through employing support for all levels of your being and befriending your shadows. That's right. So let's dive in. All right. Sounds All right. good. I do have one question before you get started, though. Oh, okay. When you say the dis-ease process, you always separate dis and ease. You really emphasize the two parts. Why is that? Oh, yes. And someone actually, I wrote something for a publication once, and they're like, that's not how you spell disease. I was like, yes, I I know that. Right. So I do it on, on purpose, D-I-S-dash-ease. And so dis-ease is the absence of ease, purely and simply. So thank you for pointing that out. When we think about disease, I think of something that is a diagnosis in a book, not like just the state of being dis-ease. And I think that's an important thing to highlight in our, you know, how we're approaching the subject. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. And before that disease in the book manifested, there was a lot of symptoms and states of dis-ease that we could have really intervened and shifted before it became this Mm full-blown diagnosis. So, thank you. You're very welcome. All right, so I want to start by explaining this theory of mine that I'm going to just like tattoo on my forehead because I say it all the time of the subtle creates the gross. So all subtle imbalances create dysfunction on all gross aspects of your life. And that's your body, your health, your general life, work, your relationships, so anything in your three-dimensional existence. The subtle creates the gross on every single level of everything as you know it. So we can look at this through the lens of the physical body where you have like trillions of microscopic cells uh, creating this, this physical meat suit that you get to wear. A forest is comprised of thousands of single trees. A seed, right, complete with its specific and unique genetic code and then the right conditions becomes a fruit tree. And your entire life as you know it, every single thing is simply a reflection and a manifestation of your own subtle realms. So think about that, every single thing in your life. And these subtle, nuanced, unseen, energetic vibrations of you are creating and recreating your current status quo and physical reality. And everything is in a constant state of regeneration. And so if what is being generated isn't what you intend or desire, then it's truly time to reassess your subtle realms and befriend them. And so ask yourself right now, are you feeling challenged and displeased with the current status quo in your own gross three-dimensional experience? So anything in your body, life, and relationship. So to get into like what are these subtle realms, because it sounds sexy, but like I, I have a point, I'm going somewhere. These subtle realms are your emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies. And check out episode one, because we talked about those mm. in great length. Uh, therein. So the four bodies, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, the subtlest of them being emotional, mental, and spiritual because your physical existence is quite gross. It's tangible. It's dense. It's it's here. The unseen realms of you are these subtle realms. And this is where unprocessed trauma and stress, that's where they live. This is where your outdated beliefs live, your 
inner critic, all of these, these pieces of yourself. And it's these pieces in these subtle layers of you that could be sabotaging you. The person that you think you are is nothing more than an illusion that's maintained and fueled by neurotic delusions. So the person you think you are is simply an illusion that is maintained and fueled by neurotic delusion. Your authentic self, when he or she is displeased, it's time to look at the illusions and the neuroses that feed them. And this is all on your subtle body level. So when you stabilize your system enough to objectively look at these subtle pieces that are creating the gross experience, that's when the real magic happens and that's where befriending your shadows, and I'm doing air quotes, your shadows, is the way to this change and to this freedom that you're seeking. You get to consciously change the tape. You get to heal the undigested wound. And then the gross catches up and becomes something different, becomes that thing that you actually intend for it to become. So stress and trauma definitely play into this because it is through these imprints and these experiences that imbalances and different neuroses and armors come from. And trauma and stress are, are they're compounding. They layer on top of each other. And once we've experienced something traumatic, we're never the same person again. So many of us get into like a oh, well, I haven't experienced anything that bad in my own personal life, so I don't have any trauma. And that's simply not true. The very nature of being a human being is such that you will experience trauma. It's, it's in our lineage. We carry trauma of our ancestors in our cellular memory. And also, so that that's the nature aspect. We also carry it in a nurture aspect. So if even great, great, great grandma Irene went through something, she was then changed. So she raised her children in a certain way while carrying those armors and those coping mechanisms that she passed on to her children on top of the trauma already living in her body because it changes us at a cellular physiological level. So trauma is anything that is a change in your system. So anything that has shifted your sense of safety or shifted the way that you look at the world. And it can be something very simple that, that many of us would think, oh, like that's, that's petty, that's not trauma. Or it could be something, you know, super profound. Um, witnessing a, a shooting or a natural disaster or... So there's varying... It exists on a spectrum and we all have it. We all have two eyes and a belly button and ears and trauma. It's it's just the way that it is. So this trauma is where our armors come from. And the armors dictate our behaviors in the world. Like I said earlier, every single thing is dictated by these subtle realms. All of your beliefs, your stories, your actions, your choices, the people that you choose to surround yourself with, the clothes you wear, what you eat or don't eat, how you care for yourself or don't care for yourself is all dictated on these subtle body levels. And certain character traits, the traits being the traumas that are adopted, may result in a predisposition for certain diseases and diseases. So ones that we would find in a textbook. And examples of these that I've certainly seen in my work, and this is, this could be a whole topic on its own. So this is by no means an extensive list, but perfectionism and type A, those types of people, I often see with adrenal issues, adrenal insufficiency adrenal fatigue, as it's also called. Um, not speaking up for oneself and having poor boundaries, I've seen a lot with hypothyroidism. Sexual repression, sexual trauma, 
denying one's femininity or creative power I've seen in reproductive challenges. So these different traits are the result of the armor that then live in the body, resulting in you acting a certain way or not acting a certain way, literally dictating your entire life. You carry your physical body a certain way. You choose relationships a certain way. You eat and move, like I've already said. And then that wears on the physical body, creating imbalances and disease or dis-ease. And it doesn't have to be something that can be found in a textbook. It can be something like chronic muscle tension in the shoulders or if you're a jaw clencher. I used to be a jaw clencher and I still kind of struggle with it sometimes, so much so that I actually have a crown on one of my molars from wearing my teeth down so much mm. that like a little hard bit of food cracked that sucker. And uh, yeah, I have a crown on my mm. tooth from chronic jaw clenching, from suppressing my own truth. And so we can go even further back, like, okay, well, what caused me to believe that I couldn't express my truth? What caused that fear for right. me to, to be able to do that? Mm -hmm. And that's where we go back to this, you know, what was the traumatic experience? And again, as I mentioned, these things are compounding, so they layer on top of each other. And typically, we can attract through the lens of our ego because we want to feed and maintain that illusion of who we are through these neurotic delusions. So if we've been through something and that's how we're operating, we can put ourselves in places to feed that ego story of life isn't safe. So we can kind of end up attracting similar situations to layer on top to like reiterate that story that we tell ourselves. So real quick, because Mike's looking at me like he's got so many questions. I just wanted to point out that the chakras tie into this and I use this a lot in my work. And so both metaphorically and energetically as well as physically and we're actually gearing up for a whole series on the chakras so stay tuned because it's going to be awesome i'm really going to break them down in a digestible manageable kind of woo meets non-woo way for example in the adrenal issues like i talked about so somebody could and this this isn't like sweeping across the board but that that perfectionistic type a person who has pushed themselves so much so that they're now experiencing adrenal issues, which affect the entire hormonal system of the body, I'm going to look at the root chakra. In thyroid issues, I'm going to look at the throat chakra as well as the root chakra because they go together. Reproductive challenges, I'm going to look at the sacral chakra. So I'm not going to get into that now. That's just kind of like a taste of what's to come, but it all goes together. And that's where we can begin to use the metaphorical and energetic properties of these areas of our body to befriend the challenges and the shadows and these diseases or diseases and begin to transmute them and shift them into things that serve us. So stay tuned for that. And I'm gonna turn it over to Mike now. <laughs> yeah, so thank you. Uh, one of the things I wanna point out is that you just did one of my favorite things that you do in your work is when you bring together something as extremely specific and scientific as adrenal problems, adrenal fatigue, thyroid issues, and you say where you can find the relations with those in like the chakras, for example, and issues that people might be having there in their behavior and their attitude and their thoughts that are expressing themselves. And I think that is not only just like the definition of the subtle creating the gross, but it's also just personally one of my favorite aspects of your work. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, and there's a lot. I mean, this this is probably another one of those episodes that we're going to keep referring people back to because this is a very fundamental part of what 
inner spark is all about. And the thing about the, the subtle creating the gross and how like my body is made up of cells. And if I'm really seeing it, I'm going to see those cells. And uh, what we're used to seeing, what we're accustomed to seeing is the body and treating it as just one thing. It's it either works or it doesn't, you know, not seeing how all those tiny little subtle parts work together and need each other and need support. That's so big. Like I love gardening and there's some pretty revolutionary gardeners out there who are changing the way we approach agriculture because they don't feed the plant, they feed the soil. So instead of just going and putting, you know, okay, what chemicals are we going to put on the plants and what do we need to feed the plants and just taking the soil for granted, these guys are all about soil health. And that's that kind of subtle start, you know, because the, the plant starts in the soil. And so we can think of those as two separate things, but really they're the same body. We get that a lot in ourselves with the thinking that our mental and emotional issues have nothing to do with our physical issues. <laughs> you know, the, the mental and the emotional and the spiritual are the unseen. They're the underground part in which we grow. That's what we have our roots in. And the physical is an expression of those things. Like, I, you know, if you could make a visual of the roots of a tree, and the trunk and the branches, the roots, that's our mental, emotional, and spiritual, and the trunk and the branches, that's our physical. So that's what we see, but there's so much nourishment that is being drawn from below. One of the metaphors that I really like to use when we talk about things like the, uh, uh, what was it, the, what you think of as yourself is just an illusion. Mm, the person that you think you the are. The person that you think you are. Is just an illusion that's mm -hmm. maintained and fed by neurotic delusions. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So. I remember when you and I actually <laughs> had that, that awakening and that, I, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 powerful. So it's like having a, a sand castle that you protect, like a real castle. But you know, it's it's just it's a sand, sand castle. It's a sand castle. Yeah, yeah. And we build up these invisible imaginary armies that we think are going to protect our little sand castle and get just so lost up in this world that we think is real and it's just it's not what we think it is and it's not what we see and it's not what we cling to and think is important um and that clinging and those stories that we're giving life to are having a very real impact on our oh, body and our health and our life and our relationship so right. those subtle imprints are creating our gross experience yeah and i think it's it's kind of like a a simple example of grocery shopping. You know, are you going to go through a grocery store and what kind of foods are you going to pick? You're going to pick things, hopefully, that are healthy for you and not like packaged and processed kind of foods. I think the same thing can be said of our thoughts and our feelings. Mm -hmm. Like what kind of thoughts and feelings are you going to practice having? You know, just like you have a diet of the way you nourish your body. I think we also need to have a discipline and a diet for how we nourish our other layers as well. And I see discipline also coming up a lot in your work. That's like a really big thing that keeps coming up is uh, consistently showing up for yourself, consistent self-care. So we can all have some good ideas and take a moment of inspiration, uh, but doing so consistently is where the real love comes in. I mean, first of all, I, I love what you said about nourishing those subtle realms too, because that is our root system. Mm -hmm. And right. so without solid 
roots and authentic subtle body so when i say authentic i mean the one that's really us not the one that's covered with these armors and these these illusions that's like the true recipe for for health that should be preventative medicine in my mm -hmm. in my point of view so this notion of consistency we need to consistently not only show up for our physical bodies but make it a practice of daily showing up and really getting clear on what is happening on our on our unseen realms mm -hmm. without judging without you know like oh i need to fix this right now like no 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 just right. get really curious like what's there yeah and begin to unravel it because when that changes the physical changes the physical catches up yeah and we have about 10 minutes left i'd like to get into a personal example if i can about um some a subtle things leading to something growth in my own life um so when i was a kid i like all kids i wanted to be seen i wanted attention i wanted approval and uh, i was a nerd i mean i love discovery channel books about dinosaurs, all kinds of things. So the ability to learn, retain information, and spout out fact was something that I had. I've never been like a big kid or athletic or anything like that, but I was a nerd and I was proud of that. So um, I was science was a, an important thing for me in school. Uh, that was a point of pride that I always got high grades in science. And the science fair was something that I looked forward to. And uh, I, for certain you know, reasons, did not get to participate in a science fair in school. It just didn't happen no matter how much I wanted it to. And that kind of put in me that nobody cares and that the things that I want don't matter and are not important. To go back to what you were saying about how uh, trauma does not need to be what we think of as like, I was in a car crash or, you know, I suffered this or I suffered that. It can be little things, you know, somebody might say, oh, okay, so nobody showed up for your science fair. Boo hoo, Mike, move on in your life. It's like, well, no, I got a wound and it needs addressing. It needs care. So that can be a subtle thing. And the way it represent it presents itself in a gross way is that I have grown up with this feeling of not wanting to be seen because that the wanting of being seen leads to disappointment. So I push that away. And that leads me to adopt behaviors that I think will push other people away. And that has been different things throughout the years that I've grappled with smoking, drinking, gambling, uh, fast food, things like that, that I think would make me unappealing to others. And that can have all kinds of negative health consequences, obviously, on very gross level. Uh, not to mention just affecting relationship and what kind of people am I attracting in my life, you know, and what kind of people am I pushing away. So that can affect all kinds of aspects of my life. If I suffer that unknowingly because I have this illusion of myself as this unattractive person and I protect it with these delusional behaviors that w what I really want right now is a cheeseburger. Well, no, what I really want right now is to be seen and to be validated. So I think that, that that's the kind of thing that we're talking about here with the disease process. Absolutely. And that's such a fabulous example. And thank you for once again sharing so openly and authentically. Because those those traits that you've adopted, you see how, how insidious they are and how mm -hmm. they've just kind of infiltrated and dictated the things that you ate, the people that you were around. And you're also 
we end up, it's not just you, it's all of us, we end up attracting situations that get to reaffirm that story. Right. So in a lot of situations, like I said, we can attract kind of re-traumatizing ones to keep us in that, mm -hmm. that small place. Because they validate the mm -hmm. delusion, they reinforce our, yeah. They validate the armies. illusion, right. right, absolutely. Yeah, on a physical level, I know you and I have, we've talked about this, that it brought up a lot of anxiety in you as well. So you suffered with anxiety and you also had used to have stomach issues mm -hmm. and heartburn and a lot of things like this. Right. And that's another thing that we can get into. So I talked about the different traits and how they can kind of manifest in these diseases. Also different traits, especially anxiety, anger, fear, these things correspond with our organs and our organ systems. And our organs are not just literal physical places in our body, they also have energetic frequencies and metaphors related with them. And so that stomach with you and having that fear and anxiety, those tie together. The liver is where we store anger. The lungs are grief. So we can see that it really is, it's, it's, it's almost dizzying and disorienting when we really start to look at the huge picture and try to bring it all together because it all just is. And it's kind of beyond our realm of understanding and especially in the West with how we have been raised to view the body as this separate thing. And you go here, you go to the head doctor for your emotional stuff and you go to this doctor for that physical stuff. And while they, they both have their places because we are whole people and we need an integrative holistic approach, I think the thing that, that is doing us a disservice is when we try to say that this physical issue is not caused by that traumatic experience because they go together, mm -hmm. like they just do. Absolutely. So I think the biggest takeaway I want for people is to think about what the subtle creates the gross means to you. What does that mean to you in your life right now? And where in your physical experience are you dissatisfied? Like you get to change the tape. You get to be the creator or the creatress of your life. So what on the physical realm isn't working and where can you kind of work into the subtle and see what is the thing that needs to be shifted? So just sit with that. And that's all the time we have for mm -hmm. today. Okay. I don't want to end. <laughs> Oh, there's so much more we can so much into. more I'm biting my tongue over here. All right. Well, if you loved the show and you want to learn more, be sure to subscribe to it. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Share the wisdom with a friend. Don't be a hoarder. Share it with others. And visit www.innerspark.life to learn more. We would love to hear your thoughts or questions. So deepen the conversation with us on social media at InnerSparkLife on Instagram and Facebook. And please catch us next time for part one of a series on the chakra system. I can't wait. So much love to you until then. 